Good evening, everybody. Guess who's back? We're back. We as in Sean and I. It's so hard for me not to say the fat boys. The fat boys? Yeah, because... Well, I mean, it's kind of true now. It's true, but at the same time, there was a there was a rap band in the 80s called the Fat Boys. Yeah. Do you remember and their songs? The Fat Boys are back, and you know we can never be whack. Right. Well, that's how we're going to start off. But now... We're going to get right into the sponsors. Why don't you go ahead and give a shout-out, Sean? Shout-out to our sponsors. To Chocaloha. Head over to Chocaloha.com, use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio and get 20% off your entire order. If you've been following us on uh, Jiu-Jitsu Radio Instagram, you'll notice that Sean and I have been doing a couple of photo shoots with our Chocaloha gear. And, uh, I mean, not to brag or anything, but... Uh, I think we look pretty sexy. You in see there. that dope shot of me doing the. I saw a dope in the shot, yeah. Dope ass shot. Yeah, you know, we're not talking about that. But we're talking about going to chocoloha.com, use the promo code Jujitsu Radio and get 20% off all their gear. Doesn't matter what you're picking up, whether it's on sale or not, you're still going to get 20% off your entire order. So head over to chocoloha.com. And then after that, you know what, Sean? What? Very rarely do I feel as. Uh, deliciously sexy as I do after taking a shower with jujitsu soap. That may be the most homoerotic thing you've ever said to me. And uh, I know it's turning you on. I, I heard the bump under the table. But go to jujitsusoapco.com use the promo code JJRadio and get yourself some sexy soap from jujitsu soap. I actually have a whole uh, drawer stock full of uh, awesome soaps including my, my favorite um the McDojo collab. And uh, actually, even here on the table, I have the uh, the Rub-On Cologne. The Revive Solid Cologne Rub. Smells delicious. Go ahead. Take a big sniff of that. It's like you're back in the <sighs> 80s. Right? Big Chief. Go ahead and... The best. Snag yourself some up. Use the promo code JJRadio to get 10% off your entire order. Then head over to our friends over at uh, GiraffeChoke.com. If you can see that I'm rocking my heel hook hat, say that three times fast. Heel hook? Say No, heel hook hat. Heel hook hat. Say it three times fast. No, you're not the boss of me. Yeah, exactly. Go to JJ Radio. Get 20% off your entire order for a limited time at giraffechoke.com. The promo code ends in March, so don't wait. Go snag yourself up some awesome jujitsu gear. Then, no, it's still kind of cold up north. You know that, right? That sucker. I don't know if you still have a TV or not. You probably. I have don't. I, I'm done with TV. You have like one of those crank TVs, like the cars. Like, didn't you have to used to give it a couple of wines before it starts? Well, duh. Oh, okay. Well, when you're done with the cold, why don't you come down here and hang out with us and uh, head over to Nomad Surf Shop. Nomadsurf1968.com is the website. But if you really want to snag up the discounts, the savings. You got to come down here, hang out with us, and go stop by the store and pick yourself up some acai while you're at it. Or smoothies or coffee. They got a lot of stuff. They have there. smooth coffee? Yeah. Smoothie coffee or smooth coffee? Uh, they pro- Both, probably. But I don't know if they do coffee smoothies, but... Is there such a thing as a coffee smoothie? I guess I there's a colada. There's colada, Isn't that yeah. what that is? No, that's just iced coffee. Oh, that's what... That's whisk coffee. Got it. Anyway, nomadsurf1968.com is the website if you want to pick up stuff anyway. But if you want the discounts, you know what to do. You got to come down here and hang out with us and go check it out. By the way, I want to go ahead and take the time out to say thank you to everyone that's been uh, supporting the podcast. 
Uh, gotten a lot of good reviews from uh, the last episode we did with our friend Tom. I think it's uh, probably because we had Tom. No. No? Yeah, I didn't think so either. I don't think so. I think yeah. Tom has nothing to do with it. But he probably hurt things, to tell you the truth. Kind of, We did kind of see a dip, I guess, if we looked at the numbers. We looked at the numbers. The dip brought the dip. But thank you, everyone, that's been reaching out and giving us all the love and support. We really appreciate it. And please take the time to subscribe if you like the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Whatever you got to do to show the support, we appreciate it. I'd rather you fucking shared it, but whatever. We could share it. Show the support by sharing the yeah. podcast. You say, hey, listen to these two goofballs and get a laugh while you're at work today. And guess what? It's going to be us that you're sharing, and we appreciate that. Go ahead and follow Sean at GorillaBoyBJJ on Instagram. I'm not going to use the grinder joke anymore. I got to find something else. Because it's not funny. I think, oh. The truth you, isn't funny. Hey, you can go to, uh, you can find Sean at FarmersOnly.com. GorillaBoyBJJFarming. FarmersOnly.com. That's where you're going to find him for all the party times on the weekends for me on the other hand you can just find me at sonder marketing but you can always follow the podcast at jujitsu radio on instagram with that being said let's start this bitch you can't <laughs>
Yeah, so I did that over this weekend, and I haven't been over there in forever. I've never been there. You've never been to Kennedy Space Center? I have not You're been not to fucking Kennedy. missing out much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a big nerd. Sure, I love that stuff. It was cool to see the SpaceX. So SpaceX is actually leasing out one of their launch pads. Really? Is that? Yeah. Okay. So when they shut down the shuttle program, they had, I think, was it two... Yeah, two of the launch pads actually launched the space shuttle, which was like 39A and 39B, I think it was. And then there's like four other ones that they use for like the satellite rockets or smaller rockets and stuff like that. So SpaceX is like, oh, we're fucking leasing out this one. And I think... I wonder what they pay. They got to pay a lot. Why? It's not being used. It's a launch pad. It takes maintenance. Like when you hear what they have to do to get that whole launch pad all set up, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty nutty. Like the just to the foundation for it is a whole science on on its own, and then they have to have the I forget what they called it. The I guess they're like walker. Like so you're the, saying you can't just shoot a rocket up from like the parking lot of a Walmart. You could. <laughs> it depends what kind of rocket you launch, and depends on what kind of jail time you want. Like remember the guy that thought he could go into space, the flat earther dude. Like oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to get like a bunch of permits for that. So, I mean, you can't really propel, which is, okay, first of all, I think that's kind of dumb. Like, if you truthfully want to propel yourself into outer space, I guess as long as you know you're not doing anything that could harm somebody else, I think you should have the right to, right? What I want to know is, how did that guy expect to get back? I think they had a parachute. There's yeah, like but a what happens if he would have gotten past? I no, I don't think that he had the resources to get past a certain point where you go into zero G. Like that's the same thing that happened with uh, the hot air balloon guy that did the free fall, the highest free fall. Like as soon as you get to a certain point, if you don't have that proper propulsion, you're not going to get past it. And then either way, it doesn't matter for the hot air balloon because after a while, you're not going to have the the uh, the, the air, the air right. in the balloons, like, because it'll just freeze and just dissipate, or the air actually shrinks. So, you have to have a rocket. That's why that that the SR seventy one Blackbird is such a cool plane, because it'll go up to the edge. I wonder, what do you think it feels like to jump out of at the edge of space? I would fucking love to do it. I I would be less terrified to do that than I would be to do a regular. Like but you definitely jump. reach maximum velocity. Everybody reaches maximum velocity when you're when you're skydiving. Not not all the time. You you reach. I mean, it terminal depends. velocity, right? But not maximum. Velocity. Terminal velocity is maximum velocity. No, it's not. Terminal is. That's as fast as you can go. No, because you go. You're faster when you're up higher. It's not about that. It's that's why you start hitting wind. Terminal right, but terminal velocity is that. Like you're not gonna slow down. I think the guy actually broke the sound barrier twice the guy when he like shut it down i'm pretty sure that's I'm, 200 and something miles an hour i don't think i don't think a human body yeah, can yeah, go yeah. that fast uh, well I think, I think the fastest a human body can go is 160 miles an hour oh because you're gonna sit there and do that you're gonna do that math no I, no i've like i've researched i'm pretty sure look it up if you if we got time here but i'm pretty sure that the guy that did the highest free fall like broke the the sound barrier like either once or twice for sure once and that's the thing that's always, like, being, like, crazy is that when the jets do it, from what I understand, like, when the jets break the sound barrier, they don't hear anything. They don't hear a boom. It just gets quiet. It just, boom, 
Yeah, it's it's 767 miles per hour. So did the guy break it though? No, there's no way. Did you what? Did you type that in? No. Uh, skydiver break speed of sound. See, this is the downside. When I you... guess so. Oh, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Austri- Austrian Felix Baumgartner has become the first skydiver to go faster than the speed of sound, reaching a maximum velocity of 833.9 miles per hour. There you go. You're welcome. Well, there's your today I learned right there. That is a today I learned. Yeah, I have tons of I wonder facts. what that feels like. Supposedly he didn't feel anything. That was the thing. That's like I was like watching this whole documentary on it. I don't think he felt anything. And then they registered it on the ground, and on the ground, it's like he broke it twice. And it's like a weird effect as to why it happened. I think it was on uh, Smarter Every Day. I'm pretty sure it was on Smarter Every Day. You ever follow that uh, no. YouTube channel? No, I Dude, haven't. check out Smarter Every Day. That channel is awesome. Uh, I want to say his, the guy's name was like Dustin. But that channel is super awesome for anybody that, that ends up getting into YouTube holes like I do. Um, but, yeah, that'd be cool to actually have that guy on here. He's super smart. Well, you uh, what's his name was one of the first to do that, too. He's a local guy, uh, Kittinger. Uh, Captain, uh, I can't remember what his Kip name is. Kittinger. Kittinger. But he's a local guy and uh, actually... Uh, Right? Are you looking him up? Yeah, I'm looking him up. He, I think he was the first uh, Captain Joe Kittinger. Uh, he was he the was, first? Yeah. He, well, was, he was the one uh, in the X-38 or whatever? He set the world record for the highest skydive from oh. 31 kilometer, 19 miles. Um, but I'm pretty sure, pretty sure he is a... Uh, he was born in Tampa, and I think he still lives... Uh, he still lives around here. I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? I was just thinking. Because he's, he's, he, he's been on the uh, the Love Doctors. Oh, right. Can you shut that off? I guess we don't need it now. So I kind of dropped the ball on it today on uh, on getting the video set up for the podcast. And uh, we had a couple of technical difficulties with my laptop. So there's no video on today. But I'm still going to upload the audio to YouTube for everybody that's uh, listening. You should use a naked picture of me so that at least they keep the... No. Screen. Have you seen what's going on with YouTube? No. There's like they're definitely getting like a shitstorm right now because people are like uh, are um, not exploiting, but people are. What's the word when like they're they're putting it out there? Can't think of the word. Like when they're showing the world what's going on there. They're uh, oh my gosh, what's the freaking word? Displaying like they're outing basically YouTube um, for supporting like pedophiles yeah yeah it's like evidently it's exposing been going, exposing that's the word no pun intended with the pedophiles but evidently it's like all you have to do is like within two clicks and you get into like the sub circle for like pedophiles on youtube like it's insane i don't even want to know what that is yeah it's that, pretty like, bad like, man. That, 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 like i'm trying to say like what are you talking about but i just really don't want to know what you're it's bad about. no it's like it's it's actually super sketchy and i think there's going to be some shit storm coming up for it like it's really kind of creepy like like and like that brings us brings me to the idea of the dark web like i don't understand what the dark web it's like another internet it's like us think of it like a a 
unrestricted internet. So there's no, um, there's no censorship. There's no specific like way well, no, to like, look like, something like, up. Like, there's I no know. search engines kind of thing. It's kind of like you're looking at different repositories of information. So you have to like specifically know the sites that you're going to. So that's why so many people got away with like um, with Silk Road and all the other stuff that's on there. Right, Silk Road is the one where like you can buy anything, anything. you want, anything you want. You can have somebody and they killed. Were using you could buy they were using drugs. Bitcoin. Yeah, even cash. It didn't matter. It was like that's kind of where Bitcoin really got like its first like legs. But no, it was it was for yeah, anything. Yeah, like you could buy human slaves. You could buy yeah, you could buy whatever you want. Whatever you wanted on Silk Road. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because I know a couple of people that used it when it first started out, and like because we were like, oh no, that's a joke. No, they fucking full on bought like a ton of stuff, and it popped up right at the door. As long as you had that transaction, it's kind of like a, an honor system. Well, it has to be if it's the dark web. Yeah. But, no, it was definitely, like, pretty sketchy. And then remember they caught the, the guy that ran it because he was trying to get, like, he had a, a hit out on somebody. He had a hit? Or? Yeah. No, no, he went and he got a hit out on somebody. And the only reason why they tracked him is because he did it from, like, a public, like, a cyber cafe or something like that. He got, like, cocky. And he was doing it from, like, a cyber cafe, and they busted him. I forget, like, the details, but I remember he got caught in a, in a cyber cafe. It's pretty nutty. Anyway, speaking of nutty, let's start off with the jujitsu news. There's the one big one. Did you hear what happened to um, one of the Gracies? I did not. Um, let me pull it up right now. So, Hiron? Hiron? It's R-A-R-Y-O-N, right? And, like, Kira Gracie's mom basically um and it's like henzo's sister-in-law i think um she was assaulted by a guy that she had been talking to online so i guess like she met him through like a social media like dating app and uh they've been talking for a couple of months and um he's like oh why don't i come over and we have dinner at your house or whatever and she's like yeah sure so the guy came up to to the house gave the the guard a fake name he said his name was Felipe and um, whatever they had uh, dinner, I guess, and they watched a movie. She fell asleep on him. He's like, oh, why don't you come over here and sleep on my shoulder so we can stay close together? And she's like, okay. She fell asleep and she woke up to the guy punching her in the face and biting her and all sorts of other stuff. Shut the hey, front yeah. door. So here, I'll read the article on... Uh, on Jiu-Jitsu Times, just so for everybody else. So, um, Elaine Caparo's mother of fighter, Heron Gracie, and sister-in-law to Henzo and Half, has released a description of the terrifying attack which left her in critical condition on February 17th in Rio. And this article is on Jiu-Jitsu Times, and it's written by, just so I give the person credit, um, Kimberly Kay. So... Uh, let me see, keep going here. Caparos verified with Brazilian media outlet Correo that the man who choked and tortured her for hours in her Rio home this weekend was uh, 27-year-old brown belt and law student Vinicius Serra, who was supposed to be a romantic date. The pair had met over social media and talked for eight months before agreeing to dinner at her condo. Sarah signed into Caparos' building upon arriving with the fake name Felipe, suggesting some level of premeditation was at play when Sarah suddenly began beating, strangling, and biting Caparos later that night. Um, 
Yeah, it gets pretty bad. He said, lie on my shoulder so that we can sleep tightly to sleep together. Then I said, that's fine. I woke up with him punching me in the face. The victim told reporters from the hospital bed. Kaparos is in stable condition but will need reconstructive surgery to help heal a cracked orbital, broken bones, and teeth. He went to try to give me a choke. That's when I put my hands on him so I would not let him finish. Then he bit me. He gave me some absurd bites. So, you know, I started yelping or yelling, help, help, she explained. Neighbors heard her cries and called building security. A janitor arrived on the scene first, finding on the walls and furniture and Kaparos in serious condition. I made no sense. I'm guessing it was like a Brazilian translation. Sarah had already fled the apartment and uh, was loose on the property, which was quickly locked down. Police arrived and arrested Sarah in uh, flagrante for attempted femicide. Oh, this is his defense, by the way. Sarah is claiming temporary insanity caused by wine as the reason for his attack on Caparos. He's currently being held by Brazilian police, and he's probably going to be dead within the next three months. Oh, for yeah, I'm sure. Not, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. So uh, I'm wondering what could have, like, brought on by the wine. mic. I, I'm talking in the mic. I'm tilt trying it. to remember. You gotta tilt it up a little bit. <clears throat> I'm, or not remember. I'm trying to think. What the hell could cause somebody? I don't. I mean, what? What is? You know what I'm saying? Well, Someone like, being like, that like, disturbed? Well, yeah, because what did he see? Her face turn into a demon or something? Is that what he's trying to say? No. What I'm what I'm assuming happened was that he's just a nut job, and he had this planned out for a while, and that was probably one of his like fantasies or something. What are you trying to do? Fix it? Yeah, just went yeah. down. Um. Yeah, it was probably like one of his fantasies or something, and like he was probably trying to find like the right one. You know, like those people are just psychopaths. Like, I wonder if he knew who she was. He had to. If they were talking for eight months, he had to have known who she was. Yeah, but and he's a brown belt too, so for sure he knew who she was. So that to me sounds even more. Well, that, that like he was like, oh, I'm gonna sit there and. Yeah, or maybe he didn't know who she was. Maybe she didn't reveal who she was. Not with that last name. Like, well, it, no, she doesn't. Uh, she after, didn't have a Gracie last name. But it doesn't matter, like, not with that last name. Like, she knows who it is. And if he's a brown belt, for sure, at one point or another, he said, oh, I'm a brown belt. Oh, that's cool. Like, oh, uh, you know, my my brother-in-law is, uh, Unless, is Hanzo Gracie and Half but Gracie. But it's like, imagine, but it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, like, wouldn't talk about that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't say, oh, like, because she'd if, if, if oh, be well, like. No, let's, let's, let's be honest here. There's nobody that does jujitsu that doesn't end up saying within like at least the first week of knowing somebody that they do jujitsu. Right, but she, that doesn't mean she does jujitsu. No, what but I, what she I'm, obviously she's in the family. Right, but what I'm saying is is she might not want him to know she's part of the Gracie family because she wanted him because I'm sure then she feels like he's probably using her. Yes, I'm, exactly. So she might have hid that fact. I don't know. Like you know, I, I wouldn't it. I wouldn't blame her for hiding that fact, but it's like. If, if I wonder if this guy would if he knew that she was part of the Gracie family or if he didn't know. I mean that that's an interesting. I mean that'd be an neither here or there on that. Considering no, the no. Fact I mean, what he regret did. doesn't. I'm just. I'm wondering if he knew. Like if he knew. If he knew and he still did everything that he did, then obviously he's, he's even more crazier than like. But before. if he didn't know and he just. He the, just wanted to do this. To he's somebody, a very unlucky, crazy he's, guy. He's <laughs> he fucked up. 
Like, well, he fucked up to begin with, and so like uh, our uh, our um, positive vibes over to the to the Gracie family on this one. Hopefully, she recovers uh, quickly. But yeah, if you look at photos, if somebody did anything to my mother, oh, I'd be over. I'd be the one going to jail, not him. Yeah, for well, sure, I'd be the one going to jail. Yeah, if anybody touched my mother, I touch your mama. What's that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> that would be that's grounds for dismissal. It's <laughs> like grounds, grounds for permanent for, dismissal for, for sure. permanent dismissal. For sure, for sure. Like that. That would be something that I would be like totally. Yeah, I would. I would just be going like, to jail. I don't think there's enough people to hold me back. To hold me back. Yeah, for sure. There's there not wouldn't. enough. There wouldn't. That that person like he could be sleeping in jail and he still would not. Be sleeping like soundly because I would, like, was it? What's the the movie with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone when he goes on jail on purpose? Oh yeah, uh, like Escape Plan. Escape Plan. Yeah, that'd be me. Like, I'd be like, I'm just gonna make. Things are making go a part jail. two of that. There is a two already. There already it was a two. Oh a yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a three coming out. I thought that movie was pretty friggin' good. The first one. Was, the first one was good. The first one was pretty solid. Like, it gives me anxiety though. I can't watch that shit. Why? Because like. My fear is not like being in jail. Like that's not my fear. My fear would be like almost like claustrophobia. It's like it's not even claustrophobia where I'm stuck in a confined space, but claustrophobia where like I'm locked in a space and I can't get out. Like that's the shit that creeps me out. That's the stuff that I go make me get fucking go nuts. I'll put a hole through the wall. I don't know. Well, I've talked about it like like Tracy and I had talked about it before. Uh-huh. Like we tend to think that if I was in jail, I'd kind of thrive because I like... Dudes. Well, besides <laughs> that, I, I like confined spaces. Like, I like being, like, wrapped. I don't think that's the case. I mean... I don't know. But, like, all you have is time on your hands. Yeah, but it's not time. Like, you're not fucking twiddling around, like, and just sticking your thumb up your butt. You're sitting there, like, fighting off people left and right. It's like a bunch no, of... No, I, I, there's ways to avoid that. I've, I've read up on Do it. Do you want to meet the Booty Warrior, or is this just like <laughs> the a... Booty Warrior. Yeah. I forgot about the Booty Warrior. You just want to meet the Booty Warrior. There's another one that I remember. The guy, Do you remember the guy with the with the tossed salad? And, yeah. I uh, like I like mods with jelly. Yeah. No. The best still is is Scared Straight. Is the guy from Scared Straight. He's going to trade the kid for, for a cupcake, and he's got a sweet tooth. You never saw that? I don't remember. Oh, dude, it's the best. He's like... Cause you remember like the original Scared Straight, I think his name was Chris. The guy's name was Chris, and he's like, um, "I'll trade you for a pack of cigarettes and a cupcake, and Daddy's got a sweet tooth tonight." <laughs> That's the best. I, I I think I could avoid everything. Like I would want to be like the dude. Like, did you ever see Mean Machine? No. You know what Mean Machine is? No. Mean Machine is as basically an English remake of The Longest Yard, but with soccer. Right. And uh, the, uh, I'm thinking something else. And um, what's his name? The the transporter. Uh, Jason Statham. Jason Th- Statham plays a character called the Monk. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I remember. He stays in solitary confinement. Nobody yeah. messes with him, and they pull him. Like that's where I would be. I'd be that dude. I'd be the guy. I know, that man. It doesn't say a word. I've watched too many of those, like, world's, like, most dangerous prisons things, and I see, like, all the shit. I don't think so. I would want to. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to go to prison, but. If I don't want to go to prison. If people left me alone, it would be perfect for me. 
So you just want to be locked in a building with a bunch of like books, penis hungry dudes and books. There's not a lot of penis hungry dudes. They're probably not pe- hungry for penis. Is it, uh, They're probably hungry that, for that phrase. It's like you're not gay when you're in jail. Like that's the thing. I think I think you'd probably end up being being a catcher for sure. I don't think so. You'd be a catcher for sure. You kidding me? Look at you. You yeah, are look at a, me. You are a grizzly bear and a half. Yeah. They would come after you like uh, like that guy that uh, that killed the mountain lion. That's how they would treat you, for sure. I'm a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You could be a, a black belt, like a 20-degree black belt, but if you got four dudes jumping you at once, you fucked. <laughs> I'll, somebody's walking away with a broken arm. <laughs> we have one out of four. I bet you, I bet you more. I bet you, I bet you statistically, I would get at least two to three. No of them. way! No yes way! Fucking way! Yes There's way! No way! Yes way! You're telling me in a fight, four dudes, four legit hardened prison dudes coming after you. You think you could take at least two or three? Uh, out. Do they have shivs? Doesn't matter if there's if there's wep- if they're weapon free uh, weapon free. Uh-huh. I'm getting at least two to three of them before I get overwhelmed. I don't think so. Yes, I don't think so. Like they're, I think they're going to come at you like a raptor. Like no, you look yeah, at but one they, and they, yeah, they but what you got to do is you got to make you got to find the the landscape with which you fight. That's one of the one of the basic landmarks of yeah. I mean, we're the, not doing um, like the 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 Book of Five Rings here. I'm, we're yeah. talking about you in prison. Yeah, but you can choose where that that confrontation goes down. You can't choose down. getting jumped. No, but you could choose where you where you make your stand. You, you know what happens, right? I've yes, I've seen, I've seen. Yeah, shit. You're gonna be in your cell by yourself. If they're in the cell, if if we're in a cell, they're fucked. If we're in a small, what are you get into just like helicopter with your no, arms if out? If we're in a small space and they can, that means they can only come at me one or two at a time. They're fucked. They're fucked. If I'm in an open space, I'm fucked. Do you know what I'm saying? I figured you'd be better off in an open space because no. you can always backpedal. No, 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 no. Because now you can't. You can only in a closed space. They can only come at you one or two at a time. At an open space, they can surround you, and you, you're fighting one here, and then the other two are making their way. Yeah, behind but if you. you're like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I guess. I guess you're half right. No, I'm because I'm you 100% have like the wall right. on your back. At least no one's wall attacking on the you back. The you got. You, you got a wall to the side, a wall on your back. Yeah, but all they need is, like, one shot. Like, at least if you're... I'm not going to go down from one shot unless it's Tyson or some... So, or, like, well, that's what I'm Tyrone saying. Spong. You know, I'm not going to... One shot is... It's going to take more than one shot. I don't know, unless, man. I, know, I mean, I've, don't get I've me wrong. I wouldn't want to test it out. I for sure wouldn't want to test it out, but... But I... My original jiu-jitsu instructors... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. My original jiu-jitsu instructors were... It was Japanese jiu-jitsu. And they were taught, they were taught their jujitsu by Hell's Angels from Long Island. Then it's not really like that's just a bunch of like brawlers. Then no, 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 no. They are legit black belts in Japanese jujitsu. Okay. Um, what we used to do at my first jujitsu school is like every once in a while, like once every two months, they'd say, "Okay, tomorrow come to or you know or on Thursday come to class in jeans and a t-shirt." And we would go over real life situations, right? Like if somebody's trying to pull you out of your car, what to do? If somebody, uh, somebody's, if you're getting attacked by more than one person, but the first thing you need to do is, if you're getting attacked by more than one one person, is you got to find a way to get your to protect your back. Yeah, number one. 
for sure. So if I'm in the yard and I get jumped by four dudes, I might get one or two at the most. Yeah, you say the yard. Like, you've fucking been there, like... Well, that's what it's called. If I'm in the yard and I get jumped, I might get... we out in the commissary. I might get one or two. But if they come into my cell, where I can... Where I am protected... That's your home? Well, no, where (laughs) I can be protected by at least on two sides. Right. They're getting fucked up. All right. Honest question. Let's say you end up in jail, right? You don't have that much time, but you know there's people fucking with you. Do you get a shiv? Now, here's the thing. You get caught with the shiv, you get more time. Because now you have a jail, like you have a weapon in jail, so they, they throw extra time at you. Or do you try and tough it out? No, I wouldn't go, get a shiv. I, I, what I would fa- try to find is, is ways to protect myself from the shiv. Like wrapping my arm in sheets and blankets and shit like that. So I can block their shiv... You're not going to block a shiv with your forearm. That happens all the time. You are not going to block a shiv with your forearm. Why am I not going to block a shiv with my because forearm? Because you got a fucking shiv. You're not going to be trying to block their arm. You're going to sit there and try and get it out of their hand. No. Or you're going to fucking run. You but got, that's not you, my question. My question to you was, would you make one? Would you try and make one to defend yourself? Or would you be like, fuck it, I don't want to risk getting like more time? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard question. I don't know if I would go with... I'm just, I don't know. I don't know if I go with a shiv. I, I think I'd probably not go with a shiv. All right, here's another question. <laughs> You're in jail. You're I like that jail. we're calling it a shiv. Well, it's a shiv. It's a shank. I know. All right. So now, honest question. You're in jail. You know you're going to be in jail for like five years, right? Okay. The biggest, baddest dude in the jail comes up to you and says, "Hey, if you suck my penis just once." Just once. You'll never have to suck it again. No one's going to fuck with you the entire time you're here. You're going to sit there. You can read your books. You can read yourself. No one's ever going to mess with you. But you're going to suck my penis just once. Would you do it? Or what's the alternative? Or people are going to be fucking with you day in, day out. Like every day would be a fight. Every or you day. take a penis in the mouth. I don't know. It's a tough question. <laughs> I'm saying. It's a tough question. Because number one... I don't want to fight every day. Do I get at least like the no, weekends every, off? No, every every fucking me, day. Every get... day you got to have your head on a swivel. Someone's so, going to try so, and fuck so you with might you. Not, you might not get in a fight, but you, you got to keep your not, head on. But you got to keep your head on a swivel. Well, I would then I definitely wouldn't take the penis because I got to keep you got to keep your head on a swivel in jail anyways. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If you do do that one thing that one time, you're never going to have to worry about it. I still would though. I still would keep. You my still head would on suck the penis, or no, I still would keep my head on a swivel, regardless of of. What. No, a hundred percent. He's like, I got you. You're my bitch now. You don't have to worry about nothing. You never have to do anything else. Guaranteed, you never have to do how it again. How big is the guy? Like twice your size. Well, how big is his penis? Twice your size. <laughs> twice the size of me. Yeah. How am I gonna stick that in my mouth? <laughs> just saying. So you're just gonna go with the head on a swivel? I'm going head on a swivel. I mean, remember, you're not going to win every fight, so you might end up right. taking it in the butt a couple of dozen times. I don't see. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's another thing that I don't understand. How do they, like, I don't understand how they get, like, if I clamp down, how are you going to stick something in my butt? Look, man. I don't are, understand that. For some, they probably knock you out. And they go for the donkey punch, knock you out, and then just do their thing. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I know this. Somebody wants to take my butthole, they're in for the fight of their life. That's so bad. 
What's that like that monster from uh, from Star Wars when they like go park the Millennium Falcon? That's probably what it would be like. Inside the monster? Yeah. No, when they go into the cave. Yeah, but they're actually that's in its mouth. Like what, yeah, that's probably what it'd be like. <laughs> so bad. Oh man! All right. What would you do? What would I do? I keep my head on a swivel. I'm not taking it for nothing. <laughs> I don't need to think about it like you. You should you, think about it. No you way. Got, you got to weigh your. You got to weigh your. You choices. know. You know. You know what the phrase is, right? What? You could build a thousand bridges, and you might be a bridge builder. Someone might call you a bridge builder, but you suck one dick, and you're a cocksucker for your whole life. <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, um. Yeah, I feel bad for them. I, I hope she heals up properly um, and um, that uh, nothing's wrong with her eyesight or anything like that. So shout out to them. And hope vengeance is coming for that, dude. For sure. Karma's going to get them back uh, tenfold for sure. Um, did you hear what happened with uh, Combat Jiu-Jitsu? I did not. There Obviously, is. I didn't check any news. I've been, for uh, everybody listening, uh, I started a new job, so I've been a little... Oh, yeah, preoccupied. Sorry. We'll so, jump into it in a minute. Yeah, yeah. What happened with Combat Jiu-Jitsu? So, out of the four original announcements they made for the Super Fights, zero are still on there. Really? Yep. So, um, Gordon Ryan obviously got injured, and right. then Verdum dropped out. So, then Josh Burnett came in, and Josh Burnett dipped out. So, now you have Kevin Casey against uh, John Blank, something like that. Yuri Samoas against... Um, uh, Steven Martinez and then uh, Caleb Peterson against um, oh my gosh I forgot her name Mosquita I think it was um, Via Mosquita? Yeah so it's it's still an okay card um, I still think that they need to get Wagner on the card but um, they he needs to I don't know what the deal is with Eddie Bravo and Wagner like I obviously didn't ask Wagner about it all but um, yeah I like they're like worried about getting them back on there. Like, what do you mean? I don't know, man. Like Wagner won. He's the he's the first champion of combat jujitsu. Shouldn't he have fought like three or four other times already? Like shouldn't they've had hey come back and defend the title? Like so I guess. Well, maybe it wasn't so much a title as it was winner of that. No, tournament. he won. No, he won the title. He won the title. He was the the first ever champion for combat jujitsu. And he, like, they've yet to book him again. Actually, funny enough, I'm going to be filming him tomorrow for Polaris. Well, then so, give, why don't you give him an ask? I will. I will be asking him and see what he says about it. But I, I just think it's kind of awkward. Like, especially, like, why wouldn't you ask him now? You know, but I guess he's got Polaris in a couple of weeks. He so can't risk getting injured. But, I mean, the little bit that I know Wagner, I have a feeling he'd be like, oh, fuck it, let's do it. Pay me. And we do it. But I find it weird. Either way, Yuri Samoas is always fun to watch. I'm actually, out of all of them, I'm more interested about the girls. Uh, it's going to be like the first women's combat jiu-jitsu match, as far as I know. There's something enjoyable about combat jiu-jitsu. The way the... The slaps. The it's slaps the are slaps. just like... Because it's like... Slaps are so... Degrading? Degrading and emasculating yeah. for men. But like, for women, it's like... I think it's just a slap to begin with because it's kind of like when you're a kid and you watch one of your friends get smacked by his mom like, oh, shit, because you know how much it hurts. But why are smacks worse than punches? Because most of the time, if you get smacked, 
it's by someone who can't smack you back. So you kind of like got punked. And even more in combat jiu-jitsu, because if you're at the bottom, you're getting smacked. It's going to be harder for you to throw a smack from the bottom. You see what I'm saying? You paintbrush from the bottom. Yeah, just brah. But either, either way, it's getting punched. You, if someone punches you, you usually can punch back. It's like that's the scenario that you're in. But if you get smacked, it's kind of like, oh, you just got punked. Because it's like and you a, ever a see punch somebody, is a fight. A punch like, is like a, a fight. A, I've seen people get punched and then the guy just comes right back. Yeah. And starts swinging. But I've seen people get smacked. And don't do a fucking thing. And they just fucking freeze. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if you throw a punch, you know you're in a fight. So, like, oh, we're fighting. We're fucking doing this. But if someone smacks you, like, oh, shit, like, I just got smacked and I can't do anything back. Like, 90% of the time, that's the case. You, someone smacks you, like, you just got, you, what's, it, what's the word? Um, like, it's either you got bitch made or you just got punked. Like, you, you really just got, like, punked on it. But it's like, it's like the slap registers differently in a person's brain. It's I'll, the like, sting. They're like, they sit there for a second and are like. It's, it's truthfully the sting. Because if you get punched, it's like a nice thud. Like, it might hurt depending on where it placed. You might get knocked out. But a slap. That stinks. Have you ever watched those slap competitions yeah, where they yeah. stand across the table? You ever see the slap arm wrestling? Yeah. I've watched MMA arm wrestling. I've never seen slap Yeah, arm oh, it's the same thing. It's the, just the arm wrestling. They just slap the shit out of each other. But the, those, I like watching the people get knocked out from the slaps. But those guys. They're doing it like the, the pancreas. They're almost, open hand. Yeah, they're almost. Yeah, they're not really slapping each other. But as there much. are some that are legitimate slaps. Yeah. But yeah, no, getting knocked I out. I worked on a slap. when I, when I was twenty years old and I was bouncing. I worked for a guy named Fernando. Uh, he was like six four, three hundred pounds, real, real, you know, like soft guy. But I mean, soft as far as like, like he wasn't a hard body, three hundred pounds. He was like a a chubby, three hundred pounds. Right. But he would smack the fuck out of people, like. He wouldn't punch them. He would slap them, and they would just like. What are you gonna do? And he, but like, it, but it, like, then he'd slap him again, and like, I, I can't, I can't remember. I, I probably seen him smack like ten people. And he was the owner, and he loved when when the fights would start coming. Oh, I love it. He would just start slapping the shit out of everybody. I love it. I love it when like the owner comes out and just smacks the shit. We out We got in a brawl one night. I was working the door, working the door, and. uh I, I, you know, you know me. I my my personality wasn't really that much different. Yeah. I, you know, I I wasn't one of those bouncers that like tried to assert his dominance or over tried people. to start something just so you could punch. Yeah, I, I, I'm not there to fight. I'm there to make money and and hopefully not fight. But uh, every once in a while, somebody would would uh, try something. So one night, I'm sitting at the front door and I'm having a good time, and. A dude, all of a sudden I turn around and there's three guys standing in front of me. And they look haggard. And they go, where's your pussy-ass bouncers? I'm like, what? They go, they just threw us out. And uh, I go, guys, just go home. I go, you're not coming back in. You know, they're not coming out. You're not going back in. Just go ahead and go home. And uh, they were talking and and, uh, I looked over at my buddy Pete. Who was working the back door, the, the exit door? I was yeah. working, and they were pretty close to each other. And I looked over at Pete to see where he was, and all of a sudden I felt something burning on my chest. The one dude flicked the cigarette at me, and I, 
it landed on my chest and I flicked it away and I looked up and the the like the smallest or not the smallest but like the skinniest he reminded me of Jim Brewer. All right. Go like starts using his fingers like yeah, gesture me and he goes, Come on. Really? And I look over at Pete and I go, Pete, come on. <laughs> and Pete so Pete, little Italian dude. Yeah. Like I'm not kidding, five five on his on his best day. Right. But he was like five five wide and jacked. Right. Like just juiced. Just on all the juice. Right. He was on all the Pico Picos. And um Pictograms. And uh he comes out and him and I are squaring off with these three guys. I got this one dude, he kept pulling up his pant legs like he's a karate guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember I remember I was like cuz I was pissed. Like I you know me, I'm affable yeah. and I'm very, you know, but you you he pissed me off by by they pissed me like, off with the yeah. with the flickering of the cigarette. And all I can remember going is I kept going, throw it, motherfucker. Throw it. Throw that leg. See what happens. Because I was ready to just, yeah. I was just ready to smash. And I don't mean in the sexual way. Yeah. And Pete went after the biggest one. Uh-huh. Pete jumps up and like literally Super had to punch. jump up to punch the dude in the face. Right. Gets him down and he's just hammering him. And I'm going with this guy and I get him between two two car two cars right. and he goes to throw the kick. Of course, I knew it was coming. Catch it, put him down on the ground, and I'm sitting there wailing on him. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. And the third guy, so I didn't see what I, where the third guy was, but I, I wailed on this dude and I was dragging him out from the, the, cars. the cars. And I look over and I see the other guy about to come on Pete, and there here comes Fernando. Fucking boom. Slapped the shit out of him, spun him around. The dude fell down on his knees, and then Pete came over and started grabbing him by the shirt and just <laughs> punching him, wailing him. I had blood all over my shirt, and and like like all over my shirt, and we beat the shit out of these guys. We beat the shit out of them. It's the only time I've ever really beat the shit out of anybody right. in my life. But I was pissed for the first time ever. I was pissed because I was trying to be nice to these guys. Yeah. And and they took advantage of that, and that that just sent me over the edge, and uh, the cops were coming, and we everybody was like, "You guys got to get out of here! You guys fucked them up." Yeah. So there was a back, there was another place, like attached to the like there was a room that was attached to the club that was nobody could go into. It was like the ba- next bay over, but right. we, there was a door, and we went back in there. And uh, but we could see out the window; they couldn't see in. Right. And we watched them. They, they were the cops were like, "Where's the bouncers? Where's the bouncers?" They're like, "I don't know." They left. <laughs> <laughs> they were the the uh, the other. Their uh, Fernando's uncle. Uh, what was his name? I don't remember his name, but he wore he, his uncle wore thick Coke bottle glasses, uh-huh. and and he was like, "I don't know, man," because they were Cuban. They yeah. were they were awesome. I don't know, man. They're not here. They're yeah. not here. <laughs> but it was um, that slap though, where he spun the dude and he landed, came around and went down on his knees, and that was that was like the most glorious slap I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like you can't you can't beat a good slap. That's why like those are the ones that I love the most. Like watching the the fight. I'm comps. sure statute of limitations are past that. That happened. I don't know. That's not, over twenty, not over 20 years ago. No, like the the slap is. It's just one of those things. When you land a good one, everybody stops. It's like, ooh, like you hear that slap, like that crack. It's like the bullwhip just coming out, whack. 
Well, no. you know, I almost slapped Tracy in the face once. What? Why would you fucking me, say that? Well, because well, it was she knows, and we talked about it. It it was a reaction. So we were driving uh-huh. uh, with my family, my, uh, my dad's family. We were in, in New Jersey, and we were something happened, and I made a joke, and she got angry. Well, not like angry, but like she got she, angry. She got angry, but not like super angry but she just wanted to get me back right and what she did was she smacked me in the back of the head oh i don't like that and what she didn't know is that's one of my triggers yeah and it was an instinct because i turned like she smacked me in the back of the head and i turned around in my seat and i swung for her face and it, i wasn't meaning to it was yeah. just it was literally like i probably wouldn't be saying this on the fucking podcast it's okay because i've never done it right and i never did it again but um, I was this close. She backed up and it went. Whoosh, and I, you know, I've never hit a woman in yeah. my life. But it, w- it wouldn't have. She was about to be the number one. <laughs> I didn't. It w- but to me, it wasn't a woman. It was somebody smacked me in the back of the head. Yeah. And I, I, I saw so much red that I didn't care who it was. Yeah. yeah. And even you know, and we weren't married at the time, but like, it was still like. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Like but, that's pretty bad. Well, it, you know what it is, and. and, and what it is is uh I was you know, we've talked about you you know this, but I was, you know I didn't have the best childhood yeah. growing up. And that's how I would get admonished. Yeah. It was just a smack in the back of the a head. Smack in the back of the head. Yeah. And, and it you know, after ten years of getting that from the time I was four years old up until I was fifteen years yeah. old, it just it I built up resentment to anything that was similar to that. Oh, for sure. So she did it, and I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't see. Like, so that's a trigger. You want to see me? You want? Yeah. You want to see me to go red? Smack me in the back of the head and yeah. see what happens. And it's like I can't. I couldn't. Like I, I want to think. I want to say that I could control it, but at, I was twenty years old when that happened. No, Twenty-two yeah, you're years not old. Control it on that. Like it's fine. I I can definitely like to me that's. For me, the the trigger is hitting my head. So if I hit my head, like I used to always hit my head getting into the car, and be like instant pissed off for the rest of the day. If I hit my head like getting in and out of the car, so that's like my biggest trigger. If I get hit right here, like it's just fucking Hulk Hogan. So like I get it. I mean, I would never sit there and smack somebody over like getting smacked in the back of the head. But everyone's different. There's some people if you mush their face, like you're fucking done. Like you're you're getting your nuts chopped off for sure. Yeah, it's, it's everybody's got a trigger, and that was that's mine. Like yeah. I like I would be I was I would be sitting there eating, and if I did like if I if I if I burped and not even a loud burp like yeah. if I just went like you know you, like, get, you get that I get smacked in the back of the head. Yeah, no, I mean that's, so it that's, was like it, you know that was well, I told you like my my years. uncles. My uncle used to beat the shit out of my cousins. Like, he used to be so bad. Like, that stuff is fucking toxic to people, man. Like, that's why, like, I see, like, certain parents. I'm like, man, if you touch that kid, I'm punching you myself. But at the same time, it's gotten too far overboard where you can't even touch your kids anymore. And I think think there's got to be, like, a line drawn. For sure, it depends on, like, what's going on because, I mean... There's certain kids like that are so out of hand. It's like, oh well, if you want to act like a grown man, then I'll treat you like. Well, a grown I don't man. even need punching. I, I mean, I mean, like spanking your kids. You're not allowed to spank your kids anymore. I mean, 
I think it's more just because at the end of the day, it's a lot of people don't have that self-control, you know? So it's like, oh, yeah, well, sometimes that might solve something. But, you know, if you let one pass, then everyone's going to pass. And then it gets out of hand and people are beating the crap out of their kids. And that's the last thing well, you want. But there's, there's those that aren't beating the crap out of their kids and they're just spanking them. And now people are sticking their, their, their nose in their business. Eh, I don't have kids, so I'm not too too into it. As long as someone's not actually, like, hurting kids, then I'm fine. But, you know, once in a while, a smack in the mouth never hurt nobody. Yeah. Everybody we, ev- needs it once in a while. Everybody needs it once in a while, I think. Yeah, I just To wouldn't. remind you that, like, one, one of my... It's it's one of those memes now. Like, uh, did you ever read the, the cartoon Family Circus? Yeah. And, and what it is, it's the older brother and the younger brother, Jeff... Mm-hmm. And the younger brother Jeff is crying on the ground, and the older brother—I don't remember what his name—was talking to his mom, and said he forgot he wasn't on the internet, and he started talking shit. So I slapped <laughs> his bitch ass. I think you know, I think if more people got smacked in the mouth once in a while, there'd be less shit. You talking. just reminded me something. So when I was at at Kennedy Space Center, so I was in line to get my tickets at Will Call because I because I ordered it, and. Um, there was an older guy in front of me with two kids. They had to be like five, five, six-year-olds. And um, there's a tall one and a small one. The tall one kicked the small one once because I guess he was just getting frustrated. So the small one started crying. So the small one comes up and kicks. Like the tall one stops. He just goes off to the side and starts just playing on his phone, minding his own business. So you could tell it was like, oh, they were just like play fighting and then like it just got out of hand. So he stopped. Small one comes up while they like the I guess the grandpa or the dad or whatever is pushing them like apart, wails him on the leg, and the kid's like ow, and then he's like oh you hit me, and then he starts laughing like you know the little evil laugh that kids get, and then he just wham racks him again like oh, I'm like this kid and then he just kept doing it and like the dad was like stop stop like dude like you need to handle this or it's gonna get out of hand quick. And the kid is, the tall kid is sitting there on his phone, minding his own business, playing video games. Small kid keeps wailing on him, just wailing on him, sneaking around, wailing on him again. So I'm sitting there like. This kid's going to break. Yeah, like. He's with, gonna, this, this, the older one's going to about yeah. to lay the I'm hammer like, down. I like, and I said, I was like, you got to be careful. It's like, because if it was me, I'd just turn around and punch you flat in the face. And like talking to the people behind me. So all of a sudden I look and the tall one finally is so fed up goes full blast punt to the little one's nuts he punted him straight in the dingling full blast <laughs> that's like, dirty pool bro you don't you don't you don't, he, kick, you listen, don't kick a guy in the pills listen he fucking reached back with that leg and just went wham right in the pills and this kid just dropped and he was holding on to his dad's leg and just dropped and started crying Everybody, including me, just started laughing in this kid's face. Like, oh, well, that's what happens. That's you keep on, you keep on poking the bear, man. Yeah, and, and but it's true. Think about how many people talk shit on the internet. I mean, I love to talk shit on the internet, but I yeah. kind of stopped. Yeah, but like, a lot of people like to do that because they're so far away. There's no repercussions. There's no I do it to the people, even if there is a repercussion. So there's a lot of people that need to get put in their place, like for sure. I mean, I do it regardless of the time. Like, I'm always going to sit there and say shit. I'll call people out on it. But I'm not going to sit there and be a troll. Like, the trolls are the bad one. That's that's going to come up, man. I mean, there's a lot of people that are getting caught. Like, look at the guy that was trolling the uh, 
trolling the, the kids on um, Call of Duty or whatever it was, and he swatted them. Ended up getting, like, the guy killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's going to jail for a long time. Yeah, yeah he's going to jail for a super long time. I, I like I like it when trolls try to try to get uh, MMA fighters, and then they... Oh, like that stupid... Uh, the guy that went in with Josh Neer. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I watched that one. There's yeah. another guy that, that said he was a, a ninja, and he that could be Dominic. Dominic Cruz. But no, the latest one was the guy that was talking shit to Cody Garbrandt. I forget what his name was. Something King. Um, Shallow King. He's a douchebag. He sat there and like was calling Cody Garbrandt out. He said he's going to come fight you. He's like, I'll come to the gym and I'll fight you. I'll come straight to you. And he flew out there. He flew all the way out to California. From where? From, I think, like middle of nowhere, like Milwaukee or something like that. Some stupid place. And um, showed up to the gym. Of course, he waited to make sure that Cody wasn't there. Like, he was looking at his, uh, at his Instagram and, like, seeing where he was. So then he shows up to you. Where's Cody? Where's Cody? I'm going to fight him. I told him I was going to be here. I knew he'd be a pussy. I told him I was going to be here. And then he's, like, sitting there, like, talking shit, talking shit. And then he's like, oh, no, he's upstairs. He's upstairs. I'll go get him right now. And, like, you hear Uriah's voice in the background, and the guy just fucking bolts. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he bolts, and then he continued, like, to talk shit. But there's like, bro, where are you going? He's coming down. He's coming down right now. And he just bolted. So, yeah. No, I'll definitely tag I'll tag Shallow King on this one just so he knows that he's a douchebag. I'd love I volunteer, too. I was like, bro, I'll pay for my ticket. I will fly over to wherever you are, and I will whoop your ass. I'll be more than happy to be the one to do it. Well, I'm, I'm thinking he's more, if he's Cody size, that would be kind of unfair. No, he's he's one of those people that, like, all all fake, like, silicone chest and no leg days. That kind of person. You know, where he does only bench presses and, and bicep curls. What's funny is, as we were talking about this, how, I, we might have talked about it on here. Oh. How, how, 20 years ago, how guys with big muscles were viewed... Uh, by the general public, yeah, and now how they're viewed from the general public since the rise of MMA. Yeah, well, I think once people started realizing that the Affliction shirt was actually a joke, I think after that it all went downhill for them. Well, no, but, even before that, I'm just talking like. No, I know, but I'm saying like people that's used when, to think I would not want to mess with somebody with gigantic muscles. But now I see those guys, and I'm like, those are the guys I wish would try something. Well, I mean, that means you'd go up against, like, Rumble, too. He's got a ton of muscle now. I wouldn't fuck with Rumble. I wouldn't fuck with Rumble either. But <laughs> Rumble's still Rumble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, he, he just signed with the bare-knuckle fighting. Yeah, but I think he's just doing, like, corporate stuff, like just uh, appearances and whatever, like, uh, administrative role. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you never know. Because yeah. um, he he came by the gym a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I remember. And uh, he's, he, I think he's kind of getting the itch. Oh, for sure. He's been getting the itch for a while. I know for a fact. I know for a fact he was getting the itch for a while, but he's like, it's got to be the right price. It's well, because, be you know, I, I told him, dude, come by, you know. And uh, he's like, he goes, yeah, I'm getting, he goes, I'm getting there. He goes, it's been I I goes he goes it's been a while but I'm getting I'm getting yeah, there. Yeah, of course he's getting the itch. He's Which getting... is funny because he his whole thing was is he wasn't a, he, that's what he said he I'm not a fighter I'm an athlete who no, can he's fight. just really good he was just really good at it. But now what I think he's understanding is yeah 
He's no. a fighter. Yeah. He, I think it'll probably be in the next, like, two years, I think. He'll probably just be like, you know what? Like, he'll do one warm-up fight, and then he'll come back for, like, a super fight or something. I think he'll do it. Speaking of fight, we need to go over to the, our predictions from the last uh, podcast. Do you have them up there? I have mine. Yeah. I think Tom, Tom had yours. Let me see. Let's text Tom to see if he'll send it. Let me see. Tom. I, I, I missed the first one. Which one was it? Smiling Sam Alvey. Mm, that was the one that I called and I told you he was going to lose. Yeah, but I don't know if you did call that one. Yeah, I did. I guarantee you I did because I was going to text you right after. Because uh, you and Tom both picked him. I said no, he was going to get knocked out. That's not really what happened. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. He has that problem with Mark Goddard. Yeah, it was an early stoppage, but he still and got fucked up. That's the second up. time he's done it. I know, but I still made the right pick, and you did not. I don't know. All right, what was the next one? Montana and the other girl, and I chose Montana. You I chose think, the other girl. Yeah, I think you won that one. I chose Yaya over... I think I picked Yaya, too. Yeah. And then Style Bender. And we both lost that one because he lost. Yeah, 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 lost. And then I picked Style Bender I picked over Style Silva. Bender. You no, you picked... didn't. You picked Silva. No, I did not. Oh no, you wanted you wanted Silva. I to wanted win, but Silva, Silva, but I yeah. I thought. And then Whitaker didn't happen. Whitaker didn't happen. I even want to see like how bad that like hernia was. Well, then I what I read was is is if it um if he didn't. If it wasn't caught, like if it would have ruptured, if he would have gotten hit and then it would have ruptured, then yeah, he, he would have died. He would have died. He would have died on the spot for sure. He probably would have like bled out internally to death right there on the canvas. So hopefully he's doing better because I was actually really looking forward to the fight. But honestly, it actually the night played out pretty well without that fight because I think that that Stylebender Silva fight was actually probably that should have been more of a a headliner. Than yeah, that, Whitaker. That, yeah, I agree. And did you see the Gasolum, like fucking WWE promo that he pulled? No, I, I didn't. It was such it. garbage. I mean, I saw him walking around with the belt. That was so you didn't see the promo. He literally sat there with the belt, and like Megan Olivia like interviewed him. He's like, well, you know where I come from. If you are set up for a fight and your opponent doesn't show up, you automatically become the champion. It's like, I showed up. He didn't. I'm the champion. Like, mm. it was so much. It was. He had you, Henry, it was Henry Cejudo's belt. He was wearing. Easy. Yeah. But like, if you had just turned on the TV and you didn't know that that was a UFC fight, you could have sworn it was a WWE promo. It was in the back near the buses in the garage, like one light. The random reporters like pretending like he just stopped you like as you're walking in. It was so cheesy. It was so cheesy. By the way, what do you think of the new UFC belts? I think they're ugly as shit. I think they're. I think they're ugly as they well. They look like giant toys. Is what they are. They look like. They look like the ones that, like the one that I have here from like Walmart. That's what they look like. Yeah, I like the old. I like. I like the other belts better, for sure. It's it's too. Everybody it's like toy-ish. nobody likes change when it comes to belts. They never really have like, especially like when you think about WWF. Yeah. Like, but, um, yeah, they're just, they're, it's like, it's like plain, it's too plain and it doesn't like, it's more reminiscent of a boxing belt. Not even it's, it looks like it's literally just a piece of die cast. I mean, granted they're all die cast, but this is 
like a cheap die cast with fake diamonds and stuff on there. It's like, why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? The UFC belt was something that was... Like, you wouldn't sit there and get a whole new WBO belt. Like, those belts are like that for a reason. Those are the belts that people know that's the one that they want, you know? Like, so to change it up, it's like, okay, so now there's a pre... There's the original belt. Now there's the new belt. So what's the next belt going to be? How often are they going to change it? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't dig it. And I'm not one to sit there and never knock change. I just think it's a stupid design. Like, I really just don't like it. Well, let's. Uh, but let, not that I'm ever going to have let's one. Let's shift so. to the fights this weekend and, and the most jujitsu esque thing to happen uh, at the fights. Jiu-Jitsu World. Part of the jiu-jitsu world, meaning not jiu-jitsu ask. What are you talking about? This past weekend's fight. Now, that was the weekend before's. This past weekend's fight is was the debut of Crone Gracie. Oh, so Crone against Alex Caceres, which and Alex pretty is, much so ended here, up the way that I knew it was going to happen. Here's the thing. Alex Caceres is a talented fighter. Uh, he's talented. He he's, he's a, a creative fighter. He's a creative fighter. That's talented to me. He's a great gatekeeper for the UFC. He'll never, so. he'll never be a champion, but he can test. He's a good test for a like uh, he would like never up and comer. He should never be anywhere in the top fifteen. No, not at all. Like not even. But close. at the same time, he's also the kind of guy that I think could beat somebody in the top fifteen. Uh, has has the ability to beat somebody in the top fifteen. Alex Caceres is a Japanese promotion fighter that's what he is he's a fighter that should be in like ryzen where people know that it's like oh he's gonna be showy and he's good but he's not the best but you know he's gonna put in like a show it's like the old showtime pettis like the strike force showtime pettis where you know he was gonna do some fancy shit except not as talented as pettis right but he is talented and i i think he has the the talent and the ability to beat i'd say a lot of people in the top 15 on the right side, so. yes, no, he does. No, he not, does for sure. No way. But Crone, if that was the case, then he would have been a tougher match for Crone. No, Crone. Here's the thing: is Crone does what Crone, did what what everybody expected him to do. Absolutely, and and he did it well. Like the way he choked Caceres, um. Are you texting right now? No, I'm, I'm pulling up Alex Caceres's, uh record. Record, Bruce Leroy. Um, the way the way Crone Gracie like that choke was tight before it was even yeah. in. No, there was no loosening up that choke. Yeah, he, he's he's Caceres has got like a weird win loss yeah, record. Exactly, he's he's a fifty fifty fighter at best. Yeah. He is a show fighter. That's all he is. He's just a a show fighter. Like it's someone that you put on because you know he's gonna do some goofy stuff and be entertaining. But he would never be a challenge. He'd never be a a, a real headliner. He would never challenge for any weight like a, a like championship belt. He just wouldn't. No, no, no. But he's and, I, t- and I'm not saying I'm not a fan. He beat Sergio Pettis. Okay, wow, big deal. Sergio, like, who wanted to beat him? He beat him like a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's when like Sergio was yeah five years ago. That's when like Sergio made his debut in the UFC, isn't it? I don't know. Check it. I don't know. I look up Sergio Pettis, but yeah, I mean Sergio's not that good. He's okay. 
but it's it's definitely not uh it's not like oh let me go ahead and put this that was on my his belt. second fight in the ufc yeah see what i'm saying like so it's that's the thing that's how i look at it like let me look at who you fought and when did you fight them and at what point in time in their career that's why again like i don't give kane that much credit yeah i don't think like kane is good but I don't think, he, like, Joe Rogan likes to say he's the best heavyweight of all no. time, and I don't understand why. No, not even close. Like, okay, you beat Brock. I'm happy for you. That wasn't too fucking difficult. He also, he also beat Junior Dos Santos the second that's, time. That's the toughest fight, and that's a good, tough fight for sure. And he definitely changed JDS on that one. After that fight, JDS wasn't the same, for he, sure. That, that whole fight was just him getting punched in the face and taken down. Yeah. JDS. So, no. you know, it's I, – I don't understand why Joe Rogan loves um, Cain Velasquez so much. Again, I don't take anything away I from Cain. I think Kane. it's just because of who he trains with and, like, working with DC and stuff like that. Cain is good. Like, are you looking up Cain's record? Yeah, he, he – like, who he beat. Like, like he, was, he was on a nice win streak. He, like, when he started with the UFC, it was only his third fight. He was two and zero when he started with the UFC. Uh, then he beat when he was five and zero. He started with Czech Congo. Then he beat so he uh, beat the guy with no chin. Right? Then he beat Ben Rothwell, who got tougher, who's, who who became tougher after that fight. But Ben Rothwell was never a real threat to anybody. Uh, then he beat uh, Minotaro, which is that okay? Like when? What year was that? That was. 2010. Okay, so that was like Minotaro was still doing good. Yep. Then he beat Brock Lesnar in 2010. Okay, which is like his first MMA fight ever. Then lost to Junior Dos Santos. Right. Brock was the champion when he beat him. Come on. He was. Come on. Come on. What do you mean, come on? Who did Brock fight? That was like the second Frank Mir fight, right? Where he beat Frank Mir? No, he beat uh, Randy Couture for the belt. Oh, wow. He beat someone that he had like fifty pounds over. Yeah, but I'm just saying the it guy was like forty five. It wasn't his his. How old was Randy Couture when that happened? It doesn't matter. I'm just saying it wasn't his first few fights. Okay, so let me go ahead. And then beat he beat him. up. Then he beat up uh, Bigfoot. Which then, then, wasn't that big of a problem. Then he won his belt back from Junior Dos Santos. Who Kane? Kane. Yeah. Then he beat Bigfoot up again, which is okay. Big deal. Then he beat Junior Dos Santos up again. Then he lost to Fabricio Verdum. Which is a legitimate loss because Fabricio is better than Kane. Then he beat Travis Brown. Which Travis Brown is a piece of shit and a woman beater, so fuck him. And then lost to Francis Naganu. Man, he was out of the... Kane's four last... Years. He yeah, was out for 20, three, but total like four. Ju- July 2016 was his last fight. And what was the other fight before that? Uh, 2015, June. Like it was a year, a year in between those two fights. Yeah, and then a year, three and a half years between this. Ne- it's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He He's, needs. I th- I just he didn't he, fight enough to be considered remotely close to being no, the goat. No, I don't think so either. I would say, out of heavyweights, I would say Frank Mir was better than Kane. For sure. Um, and here's what I think. I, I honestly think Daniel Cormier is probably one of the best heavyweights sure. of all time. He is. If He's not guaranteed. the best. He was undefeated in Strike Force. Undefeated and beat a, a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, look, man. 
I, I'm not knocking Kane. I think he's, I'm sure he's a good person and he's an okay fighter. But at, at that weight division, you have to find someone to sit there and say, oh, he's the best. He's the greatest. That's a hard, that's one the, of the hardest weight of division time. to yeah. say that because the belt is switched so often. In no, the but that's division. why Stipe should be then considered one of the best of all times because Stipe didn't have an easy route. Stipe fought Francis when he was at the at the peak of his like ego, whatever, right? Who else did he beat? He beat Fabricio Verdum. He knocked him out while running in, like running backwards. Yeah. So it's at the end of the day, then it should be Stipe, and Stipe still lost to DC. And DC won't give him a rematch. So you know, like at the end of the day, it's between Stipe and DC. That's it. Um, pretty soon. John I honestly, Jones. I, I to tell you the truth, I think DC doesn't want to give D, uh, Stipe a rematch because he said. I just beat him. Why should I have to fight him again? But yet, if the shoe was on the other foot... Maybe would be like, oh, fight me right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he went after John Jones when he lost to John Jones. So, I, 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 my honest opinion is, is he thinks what might be true is that he might have gotten lucky with Stipe. And that outcome would not happen again. But I don't know. Because DC know. is a great fucking fighter. And I... Yeah. DC has made the best transition from wrestling to MMA. Isn't that Ben Askren? No. Why? Ben Askren's undefeated. He hasn't lost, right? Everybody wants to tout him to go. He's only taken like two punches ever. No, but but he Ben Askren really isn't hasn't embraced like he doesn't have as many finishes as Daniel Cormier. He doesn't have, you know, he hasn't fought anybody. He hasn't fought any like really big names other than Lima, right? Other than Lima. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I've been saying. Now all of a sudden you agree with me on Ben Askren. What? What? What are you talking about? I didn't. What do you? I didn't say anything. I just. I just said he he could beat people. I didn't say he was the best welterweight of all time. I did. I don't but think but so. I I still say DC is has made the most seamless. Because he mixes the best of all worlds at the same time. What Ben Askren does is just wrestles people and controls them. DC outstrikes people. And he controls people. He did it to Silva. Yeah. So speaking of fights, when's the next XFN fight? Uh, March 16th. St. Patty's Day is 17th, right? Right. That would be a pretty good fight. I saw that you got uh, O'Shea against uh, Santa... What's his face? Oh, uh, Black Santa. Black, Black Santa. Santa. Yeah. Uh, Miles Amos. No, that's not his name. Is pretty it? Sure. Yeah. You sure? I don't think that's his name. I'm pretty sure that's his name. He's actually a pretty damn good fighter, though. Who, Miles Amos? Yeah. If that's his name. If I'm incorrect. Survey says Miles Amos. There you go. You're right. I mean, I hope you would know him. You're the one yeah. causing the fight. No, he's actually a really good fighter. He's Super a really nice good dude fighter. too. Yeah, um, yeah. Him and Shane. Shane, man. Shane, like, like, I the last fight, I was not expecting Shane to win. Why? Because he, he was getting whooped for most of it. Right, and then he like reversed it and stuff. Yeah. Shane's a good fighter. The last time I saw Shane was at like Rise of a Warrior before he came back into XFN. I'm pretty sure, and he was a pretty big dude. So yeah, you know, I think he was originally like three hundred and thirty. Yeah, pounds. he was a, he was big. He was big. 
And now he fights at like 185. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're actually focusing and doing stuff, you'd be surprised how far you get. Oh, man. I think we should probably call it a night, man. Well, we didn't barely talk about Crone. Crone won. You know what was going to happen. He right. choked him out. Okay. So the jujitsu guy choked out a guy who does like street jujitsu. So, I mean, there's not much to talk about. Were you, were you expecting anything else? Uh, no, I wasn't, but you I, was expect- that- I was expecting it to go a little bit longer. No. No way. No I did way. not expect. Dude, at one point, did you see the takedown? Yeah. It was I the thought- same as I th- the one that. I thought Caceres' knee was going to explode. Not like uh, Kane's did. I knew that shit was going to happen. Kane's knee for sure is done. He needs to retire. He needs to retire. His body. And here's the thing: his knee didn't give out because it was at a weird angle. He got knocked out, and then his he knee didn't, went He out. didn't get knocked out. He got he got whacked, and when he went down, his the way he went down, his knee it gave out. Went and to the side. That there goes your MCL, homie. It really is like LCL. But there was a takedown that if Caceres' foot would have stayed on the ground, oh, it would have snapped it. It would have snapped, and I was like, oh. Oh. How about Luque? Luque Vicente. Oh like, my gosh! A three round like battle, and then Holy he pulls cow. it in the that last dude, ten seconds. That dude, Barbarina. Yeah, that dude is a fighter. Look, man, Luque. He, has did been, you see? He got a standing go at the end of that fight yeah. too. But Luque has gotten a lot of tough fights the last couple of fights, man. Well, and he did. He and he deserves. He said he he wants somebody top ten, and he deserves. He deserves it, it for sure. He deserves someone top ten because they keep on feeding him like these savage guys. Like where he's at now, and those are dangerous, man. Like, you know what surprised the shit out of me was uh, how young Vincente is. He's only twenty six years old. We've known him for the last five, yeah, six yeah. years. No, he's young blood. I ha- I had no idea he was that young. Yeah, I had, and you know what else I didn't know? I didn't. I had no idea that him and Felipe uh, fought each other. Felipe Portella. Yeah. I had no idea they fought each other. Yeah, 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 man. Like, that's and then the they thing. ended up being teammates. That's, like, that's Luke, funny. Luke has like been around for the while, man. Like, he's been around for a while, and he's kind of been like this. He's like a fighter's fighter kind of thing, if you will. Like, you got to be in the know. Like, you, like you, if you know fighting, you know who he is. You know, and he still kind of falls like under the radar a little bit. It's kind of like Jay Z. Like, people don't realize how good Jay Z is, but if you ask anyone. Who's really good? Like a fucking Jay Z Cavalcante. Yeah. You know, at one point he was like number one in the world for sure. So it's Luke's got like a, a bright future ahead of him, man. That's for sure. Well, I just hopefully the UFC will start. And I think he's a marketable guy. You know, I think so. That's like normally that's that's what holds somebody back. He's like a young, good looking dude. I think that's I think that's the thing that gets him. I think he has the ability to be like the new Carlos Condit with the whole silent assassin thing. Minus the the dickhead attitude, he's gonna be like a nice version of Carlos Condit. I haven't heard anything bad about Carlos Condit. What? I haven't he's heard a, that yeah. he was a dick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I met him. I met him. He was definitely a dick. <coughs> yeah, but you're a dick, so I don't. Yeah, but I'm not a dick to 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 people that I'm trying to be nice to. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I mean, if you're out there signing autographs and you're supposed to be nice to people, don't be a dick. They're the ones that are coming out to see you. There's a reason why you're getting paid. Did you end up going to Miami Open this past weekend? No. <coughs> I wasn't making the trek just to. Uh... Yeah, I'd rather I I wanted to compete and it didn't work out. So um, I'm just 
I just decided to take the weekend for myself and, and kind of hit the reset button. The next couple of weeks are going to be kind of stressful. Uh, I actually found out my uh, grandma passed away yesterday on my the, dad's the side. One, the one in... Uh, no, the one in Argentina. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, it was kind of like out of nowhere. Like, we found out the other day that I guess, like... Jeez. <coughs> like, her... I wouldn't say, like, her, her like, the... The diaphragm and the, like her lungs, or whatever that was section under the lungs, like I think got like ruptured or something, and I don't know. The, within like three or four days, like gone. Uh, I think she got like a heart attack. Speaking of which, did you hear Paul Felder fought with a collapsed lung? What? Partially collapsed lung. Yeah. Did he win or lose? He won. Yeah, he won. He went straight to the hospital with a partially collapsed lung. That's yeah, dude, how that, big of a badass this well, dude is. I, Paul Felder. I don't care what anybody says. Paul Felder is a f- straight up savage. For sure. Last fight he fought with a with broken, broken hand arm. with a broken forearm. So yeah, the dude's a bad motherfucker. He needs to he needs to take some calcium supplements or something. You gotta gotta toughen up, bud. Um but yeah, all in all it was a good card. It was a yeah, good fight. I thought so card. too. The girl fight uh this weekend yeah. was awesome. The uh which one the um the Bellator fights were good too. Did you see what happened with Matt Mitrione? No. Oh, dude, I feel so bad for Matt. What happened? I missed it. F- I told you I missed the Bellator. Literally, the fight lasted maybe thirty seconds. Maybe thirty seconds. Who was it? Who did he fight? Uh, I forget some like Russian dude um, or whatever Scandinavian guy. But basically, he started rushing Matt as Matt was throwing a, a left kick. So he was aiming a body kick, and because the guy moved in, it threw it threw off the spacing, hit him square in the junk. You just heard a giant crack, and the guy just couldn't do it. He's like, I hope it didn't rupture his testicle, but he had to call off the fight. So I think they're going to try and redo the fight, but he hit him hard. And if you've never heard Matt Mitrione kick... Sergei Karatanov yeah. has a hemorrhoid as a result of Matt Mitrione... Yeah, kicking him in the ball so hard. kick. Wow, 15 seconds into the fight. Yeah, dude, he wailed into his junk. I wonder what Matt said. Oh, he apologized. He's, like, sitting there apologizing the whole time. So, after. like, like, and, and they, did, it was, was it a no contest? A no contest, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, he didn't do it on purpose. So, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. But it is what it is, man. All right, I'm going to call it a quits. We got shit to do. I got a long day tomorrow. I got a film for Polaris. I'm actually going to be filming uh, Wagner tomorrow for Polaris. So shout out to all of our friends over at Polaris. I'm looking forward to, to doing this one again. <laughs> Kicked him so hard he's got a hemorrhoid. Yeah, that's not, that's not, bro, that's not funny, man. Oh, oh don't get us kicked off. Yeah, it was it was a pretty bad kick. It I'm was gonna a watch it. Kick. I gotta yeah. I gotta watch it. Oh, speaking of which, I forgot to tell you. Guess who got the new Gordon Ryan DVD? This guy. Which one is it? What's this system? Back attacks or no? It's like guards. guards. Like yeah, guard passing. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I only got to watch like the the first part of the first DVD. But yeah, it's definitely a, a good fucking DVD. So I'm I'd actually r- looking. I'd, I'd rather these guys stop with the DVDs and just let me like. Let me buy a download. Buy a download? Yeah. It's, it costs a lot, actually, to make that happen. That's the thing. It's not that easy. I mean, you could upload it to, to YouTube, um, and then you got to pay all kinds of other stuff. But if you wanted to put it up on iTunes, 
you have to get it mastered. You have to send it. It's a whole fucking process. People don't realize that. Oh, I'll just put it up to YouTube, to iTunes. Uh, uh-uh. you have to send it out to get mastered to like a mastering house. It costs like ten grand a DVD to have it mastered. So you think about it. You're not gonna make any money if you already paid ten grand for for a DVD to be up on iTunes. How many DVDs do you have to sell before you break even? Thousand. No, way more. How much is the DVD? Well, his DVD was like two fifty. So like a thousand, you'd probably be right on that one. That'd be twenty. A thousand would be twenty-five thousand. Or you spend, you know, a thousand bucks to get a couple of hundred DVDs made, and that one sells yeah, out pretty even have quick. A DVD player, I'd have to put it in my computer. Well, I don't disagree with you that the downloads would be better. I would probably do it through like iTunes or like a one-time digital download. You could set it up to do it that way yeah, with like a PayPal link or something. Yeah, that's that's what I would. But do. yeah, I mean, most of these people don't do it right. What we should do is kind of have a, a podcast one day calling out all the bullshit companies that try and sell the marketing for martial arts academies. Like I think there's I can't say any names now. Think about it, but there's a couple of people selling bullshit scams about how to market yourselves as a jujitsu academy, and I advise you do not listen to them because they are not professional marketing people. <laughs> like trust me when I tell you they're not professional marketing people. Um, you got anything uh, else to say? Well, nothing to say. Just uh, looking forward to getting on the mats more. And uh, can we start drilling? We got to start drilling. Well, dude, my, we'll talk about that, about time and all that stuff. Oh, speaking of which, we didn't go over your work thing, huh? Yeah, no big deal. We'll you get, started today? I started today. When's the first paycheck? Uh, not till March. What? Well, it's two weeks, so it's Two fine. weeks. All right, cool. Well, shout out to Sean and the new job. Shout out to all of our sponsors, Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu, Soap Cone, Giraffe, Choke, and Nomad. Thank you guys for all the support. Follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. And go ahead and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. We got a lot of cool guests lined up for this year. So, uh, you know, don't miss out on it. Show us some love. Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. And for me, Sonder Marketing on Instagram. I'll have some uh, more behind the scenes for, uh, for Polaris. So check it out. Peace. Peace. You can't leave <laughs>